Welcome to the Midweeks with Pastor Rob. It is Wednesday, and so I'm going to have a Wisdom Wednesday. We're going to dip into the book of Proverbs, and we're going to be in chapter 31 in the first section. Uh, Chapter 31 is broken up into two sections. The second one is the very famous um, song of a virtuous woman or a virtuous wife. Um, uh, Giborah Hayila, which is like a saint, a valiant woman, like a woman who's a warrior. Uh, but the first half is way less popular, a lot less popular, and it is um, the oracle of King Lemuel's mother. And so we're going to look at that part today. And this is a very unique um, section of scripture in general and of Proverbs in particular, because um, these are the words of King Lemuel, but he was taught them by his mother, obviously. So this is, let me read it for you and you'll understand what I'm saying. Proverbs 31 verses 1 through 9. The words of King Lemuel, an oracle that his mother taught him. What are you doing, my son? What are you doing, son of my womb? What are you doing, son of my vows? Do not give your strength to women, your ways to those who destroy kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine, or for rulers to take strong drink, lest they drink and forget what has been decreed and pervert the rights of all the afflicted. Give strong drink to the one who is perishing, and wine to those in bitter distress. Let them drink and forget their poverty and remember their misery no more. Open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of those who are destitute. Open your mouth, judge righteously, defend the rights of the poor and needy. So this is a wonderful, wonderful portion of scripture, and I I love it, okay? So here you go. I just love this portion of scripture. It gives us this really awesome insight into family dynamics. We have an oracle that was taught by King Lemuel's mother. Now, we don't know exactly who this king is. Some people say it's King Massa. Um, other people... Um, Bruce Walke argues in his commentary that it's just some king who wasn't one of the kings of Israel who was probably persuaded to believe in the God of Israel. And so his, um, his faith and the, the, the faith of his mother that impacted his life then became incorporated into um, the book of Proverbs. And just kind of like Agor, we don't know who Agor is, and his name is not an Israelite name, so he probably was not born an Israelite, but became part of the the covenant people through faith and then through his wisdom and his writings they were um, incorporated into the scripture and so here we have an oracle taught by king lemuel's mother and he is a king now we don't know exactly when she taught him this but the expectation was he was a king or would be a king and she's doing soul sculpting and character formation for a king as his mother. And uh, the king's mother would have been a usually a trusted advisor in the royal household behold, because here is somebody who, you know, cares for the king, has a personal loyalty to him. And if she was a wise woman, she could really help guide her son into a good reign. And this is exactly what this poem is about. And so we have about eight verses. And the the big idea in these eight verses are to lead the king away from living for earthly pleasures and into being a man of justice. Leading him away from earthly pleasures and being a man from ju- of justice. So the first thing we have in, in verse 2 is these awesome interrogating questions. 
What are you doing, my son? What are you doing, the son of my womb? What are you doing, the son of my vows? And so here are three um, aspects of the relationship of the queen's queen mother. First, the king is her son, someone she cares about. First, second is the son of my womb, someone who she's had the deepest connection, loyalty with mother and son, you know, not the deepest, deepest, deepest ever. That would be for Christ. But she's saying like, I gave birth to you. I care about you. And the son of my vows. So this, this is referring to the marriage vows. And so uh, Lemuel is the offspring of her faithful uh, relationship with Lemuel's father. And so here are these three relationships and with the same question, what are you doing? And this is meant to make the king think about his life. Um, I don't think this is just a nagging situation. I don't think it's a browbeating thing. She is causing him to think about what he's doing. Because it's easy for guys, and it's easy for sons, and it's easy for kings to not sit down and think, what am I actually doing with what's been entrusted to me? Evaluate it. And then she says, Um, two areas where she does not want her son to waste his life as king with the pleasures of women and the pleasures of drink. So she says, do not give your strength to women and your ways for those who destroy kings. Very interesting that she calls women here um, something that destroys kings. Now, obviously, she does. This is not an attack on a women per se, but it is very common for men to, once they become king, just to kind of give themselves to creating a harem or to moving, just amassing concubines and wives. And this is their life. They're just pursuing the pleasure of, um, of, of women. And you, it just, you just think of Solomon right off the bat. Uh, you think of Solomon and how he had so many wives and so many concubines and they led his heart astray. Okay, so they were a major distraction from faithfully being a king under the Lord in Israel, and they led his life to a very poor end. So this is interesting. It's also interesting that this statement is made at the end of Solomon's book, at the end of Proverbs. So we should be thoughtful of that. Okay, what happened to King Solomon here? Well, he was not wise. King Lemuel's mother sees that kings amassing wives destroys them. So, and this is all just supports Christian sexuality, one man, one woman, till death to us part, just like in the garden, or just like Jesus said in the gospels, this is God's intention for us. The amassing of spouses, the amassing of wives actually steals the strength of kings. It does not add to the greatness of kings. But these got these powerful questions. Evaluate your life. Evaluate your life. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're doing. Don't give your strength to just amassing the pleasures of having women. And um, it is not for kings, Lemuel, this is verse 4, it is not for them to drink wine and for them to take strong drink. And she goes on there for the next few verses saying, um, don't don't be a drunk. You know, your position as a king, you're going to have wealth, influence, and power. You're going to have all these opportunities to have these great big drinking parties. Um, don't do it because it will keep you from being a man of justice, man of mishpat, from remembering what the decrees have been and for helping your people. You'll just become wasted. Instead, she says, you know, if anybody needs strong drink, it's going to be the 
people condemned to die, people who are living in misery. You know, let them be the ones that forget what life is all about. Let them be the ones that forget them, their circumstances. But you can't do this. And this draws to mind right away from the story of Daniel, Belshazzar. And he's having this big drinking feast with his nobles. And this is when he calls out for the Lord's utensils to be uh, the sacred goblets and the drinks and the utensils that were part of the Lord's temple to be used for his drinking party. And this is when the judgment comes on him. Um, So he's drunk and he's making these uh, unholy choices, these disrespectful choices, and it costs him his life right away. So King Lemuel's mother sees that alcohol is a bane on power. It's, It's a bane on just rule. And she says, don't go for it. So don't lose your life on women, which is one of the themes of Proverbs. Don't like indulge that desire and destroy yourself. I think of Proverbs chapter five, where um, the father is saying, find a wife and love her to death. You know, be intoxicated with her love every day of your life. Be led astray by her beauty. He says, don't, don't spend your life on the pleasures of women. And again, this is no judgment on women. This is about men and their hearts. Okay. So when Jesus talks about lust, he doesn't say women are bad. He says, if you in your heart are lusting after a woman, you've already committed adultery. So watch your heart. That's what Jesus is saying. And that's what Lemuel's mother is saying. Watch your heart, King, because you can waste your life waste your kingship, ruin your country over these pursuits of pleasures. And instead, she says, verse 8 and 9, open your mouth for the mute and for the rights of those who are destitute. Open your mouth, judge righteously, defend the rights of the poor and needy. So she is doing character formation on her son. She is doing soul craft with her son. And she's saying, remember justice, remember the poor needy, be a great king and say, evaluate your life and say no to these, these pursuits of pleasure, which will destroy you. So this is the, the poem of Lemuel's mother. This is the oracle. So it's a speech of God to her son. And Lemuel received this. This is God talking to me through this thing, this poem that my mother has given to me to learn. I memorized it and now I've incorporated it into the wisdom literature of Israel. And she's saying, evaluate your life. Don't give yourself just to the pursuit of pleasure. Remember you're on earth to do good and to work justice. And so this this is something any mother can internalize, uh, any mother of faith, this calling for her sons to be the voice of God to a son saying, watch your life. Don't just pursue pleasure. Receive this calling to be a man of justice. And it's, this is a beautiful picture. Who, who, who are the ones who make great kings? What can a godly mother do? She can create a king. A godly mother can create a king. So wonderful portion of scripture, wonderful idea of wisdom for us to be pondering over. So the question for me and the question for you is this, what are you doing? What are you doing? Think about your life under God. Think about your life under God's word. Have you given yourself to a pleasure? How are you spending your strength? And are you diligently doing good works? Are you diligently by faith, not to earn salvation, but because of salvation, are you doing good works to be a man or a woman of justice? It's Wisdom Wednesday. Thanks so much for listening. Be blessed.